Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. Today we are recapping, reviewing, giving our thoughts on AAW's Defining Moment, a wrestling show, wrestling show that took place this past Thursday, was it Chris? Yep, out of the fam- world famous Berwyn Eagles Club. Becoming world famous, becoming Bro, world famous. Yeah. If, if we find a mention of it in a different country, then, then it becomes world famous, right? I mean, WWE put it as the world famous. Is that what they said? Uh, well, you know, whatever WWE says is law. <laughs> you know that. I mean, they're worldwide. <laughs> they're worldwide. They are a worldwide brand. So the world famous Burn Eagles Club. I am Charlie at Chuck underscore Colorado on I- Twitter. And joined, not joined, but can jo- er, you're my partner in crime. My partner right. in crime is also here. <laughs> We're both partners in crime. Is compadre Chris, Chris Ramiro. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, yeah. What, what's new? How's your day going? Uh, the whole week's been busy. Busy uh, week. Yeah, busy week, but nothing different. It's been busy. I feel like it's been busy for the last you know months or like few months or so. Yeah, just nonstop. But wrestling is nonstop. Wrestling is nonstop. And it is a story that never ends. Yeah, we're always on that uphill battle. At least I am always trying to catch up. Yeah. There's too much going on, but I love it all. So Chris, I walked into Chris's office. Chris is holding down the fort. His business partner has been out with a kid. Congrats to her, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chris has been holding down the fort, one man in his company right now. So I walk into Chris's place of work, which is where we are right now, his office. And there's three. You got he's got the three screen set up, which is impressive. I've only done two ever. You got mm-hmm. the three screen set up, and. On one of them is the May Young Classic, yeah, the semifinal, the semifinal, the the middle one. What the right one looked like it had some analytics up in the middle one. I don't know what the middle uh, one middle was, like email. like email, yeah. yeah. Um, so multitasking at you its gotta, finest. At its finest, you got to do it to catch up, right? While trying to take a few bites out of my subway. Yeah, I came in right when you were eating. Yeah, so you're you're doing four things at once, and one of those is Trace yeah. trying to catch up on. The flurry of women's matches that we'll talk about later after we talk about AEW. For sure. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of comments. I'm breathing heavy into the mic, I can tell. Uh, We have a lot. I should probably slow down. Should probably slow oh. down. Yeah, take a breather. Okay, I'm gonna uh, take it's because you just took a sip of that five-hour energy. I got to keep the energy levels up, man. <laughs> it, it makes for a more entertaining pod, right? Yep. It's my asset. Energy, energy, and enthusiasm is is an asset that I own. See, as as you were in uh, uh, previously a little a few minutes ago, you were just finishing up a, a client call mm-hmm. here. And I walked outside. I uh, went to Starbucks, but I almost detoured into the liquor store and brought in some Modelos. But I'm oh. like, no, we're working. You can't <laughs> yeah, no. do that. <laughs> I I think I think I would have denied them because I've literally I'm I'm the type of person where literally if I have one drop of of alcohol, like the at the that you know you have the like work edge uh-huh. almost like you're in the zone mentally when you try to work. See, I don't know. to me, that helps me get in the zone. Like, if oh, I'm being no. focused, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a Modelo. Okay, I can, yeah. respe- I can respect that. that is but then not that me. it's also coffee or uh, that know, is my some th- iced tea. Like, right. any beverage really <laughs> helps me get into focus. Okay, my drink of oh. my drink of choice it, during the workday is coffee. Mm. Like, loads and loads of coffee. I yeah. love caffeine. I'm, 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 I'm weeding out um, other things in my life that are considered vices. Okay. And I'm just doubling down on caffeine, <laughs> caffeine as my one and only. That's that's the wrestler way, right? Wrestlers love caffeine. 
Uh, so, well, I mean, I know Cesaro does. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the the bucks of youth are well. Any any time of being the elite, they're just like pounding monsters. Do you uh-huh. ever notice that? No, I haven't noticed that. It's like after a match. But now, now that you say it, it yeah, it, yeah. But I I hope they're getting paid by Monster for those videos <laughs> because every time I watch one and like I'm and I'm in my work day and I'm like hitting a wall, I'm like I need a monster. Mm-hmm. I gotta be like the bucks and grab a after you know after match. Or after like a long client call, I gotta mm-hmm. grab an after match drink. That and sounds that sounds good. Yeah. See, for me, that would be the Modelo, bro. Be, see, <laughs> I, see, if I were to take a sip of Modelo, then like I wouldn't want to work anymore. Like that, my complete edge and focus would just be lifted, and I couldn't like get it back until I took uh, a nap. Okay. Yeah, that's just me. We just went off on a tangent there. I don't care. Yeah, but um, if we're talking about Modelos. Let's go right into the Berwyn Eagles Club. The Berwyn Eagles Club. After the show, there was. It looked like a graveyard of Modelos <laughs> below our feet. There was like 25. It wasn't 25. I'm no. exaggerating. There was a lot of Modelos just like uh, at our feet. We crushed them with our buddy Hector. And I was impressed. I was impressed. So, yes, AW defining moment. The big draw for this card was Cody, right? Co- yeah, there, there was not much uh, mm-hmm. announced for for this card. Like We only knew the main event, which was going to be phoenix uh versus ray phoenix versus sammy callahan for mask versus title match yep and the tag titles match and the tag titles match well this this sold out in what three days four days yeah and all they needed to do was announce that cody Rhodes was there first and second row like they sold out within minutes yes Mm -hmm. all they needed to do was announce that cody Rhodes was on was on the card and everyone knew it was going to be berwin and like Cody's first, Cody's first time to AEW, you already knew it was gonna gonna be special, right? So that was enough to sell out the card in its or excuse me, sell out the show in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, but leading up to it, which is a great point, only announced two matches, and like I received from people that I knew at the show and on Twitter, I received a ton of positive feedback from that aspect of them. Only they announced. Basically, two and a half matches. Those two matches that you mentioned, right. and then that Cody Rhodes is going to be in action. And I received a ton of positive feedback from that because it was just a fresh, new, uh, keep you on your toes, exciting way to get the fans like, I wonder who's going to be here. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think mm-hmm. we talked about it probably uh, while we were waiting in line that we, we kind of like that. Like, we, like, I think, so you, you answer me this question, I guess. Okay. Is. Does AEW have the luxury to do this and not announce every match on their card because AEW has created such a great reputation? Mm, Good question. Um, Or can any indie go ahead and promote a show with one star and then run and sell out or get a good turnout? You know, I don't know. Um, That was two parts there. Mm -hmm. Probably the first question, I don't... I don't think that, not to discredit AAW, they're phenomenal. I don't think that it would have sold out as quickly if they announced just like, if they say they announced two matches to start and no Cody Rhodes, uh-huh. I don't think it would have sold out as quickly. I don't think that, I, I think that everyone knows when they go to AAW, they're going to have a great time. But I, but there are, uh, like, there are some shows that have, the cards, the cards are usually good. But there are some shows that have a little bit lesser, and there are some shows that really pack it in there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. At least for me, I don't think they. I don't think. I think they need to. I think they would need to usually announce most of the card to sell out a show. 
But in this case, they had Cody Rhodes, and I think he really, really helped. Yeah. Not to not to discredit the other talent, and not to discredit AAW. Right. Because one of the things that I've definitely noticed is, and like you said, in this case, in this you know this show specifically, announcing Cody Rhodes definitely helped sell out fast within you know a couple of days. Yes. Um, but we also, I think, as AEW fans, sometimes take for granted like that these super cards that AEW creates, like when they release them, mm-hmm. it's like, and we we get to see, you know, who gets to say, oh, Brian Cage is a regular at my end, at the indie that I go to often. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people. Yeah. Right. But we get that, and mm-hmm. sometimes we kind of take that for granted. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, it was just something I I was thinking of and. And yeah, like like you said, I completely agree. Like Cody Rhodes definitely helped sell out, you know, sell out with within what three to four days, like you said. Yeah, I think that people would sort of been excited about say they just said okay, Sammy versus Ray Phoenix, mm-hmm. Mass versus Title, and tag team match. They didn't announce Cody Rhodes. I think people would have still been excited, and because it's Berwin, and because they've been building that storyline, which we'll get into for mm-hmm. a whole year, there would have been a lot of sale, ticket sales. But there would have still been those people, and probably including myself, that said, okay, like, but what about... Well, I'm just curious about cards, always. So, like, but what else is on here? I think yeah. there would have been those people who maybe said that and maybe held out, and uh, probably would have been maybe more GA sales instead of more first row, second row. Uh, that's just a theory. Yeah. But I think there would have been that group of people that hold held out if they didn't know the rest of the card. But because, like, Cody was announced, and it was such a... That, that venue is so intimate, has a ton of character, his first time. And like his whole story, a lot of people are on his side because of the w- of what he's done, leaving WWE and then just like dominating the indies. Mm-hmm. And I think Joey Ryden tweeted out that he did he did WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom, um, and like two other really big shows for different promotions in like the same year. Oh, okay. And like you know, remember he made that like whole list. Yeah, like yeah. he's he's almost kind of like the rebellion WWE poster guy. Yeah, if you will, and then like go and really dominate New Japan, Ring of <laughs> Honor, etc. He's Ryback, Ryback gone right. Like he, the anti Ryback. Yeah, like, <laughs> Ryback wishes he had taken that path. I think that, that I think that's very true. Yeah. Um. All right. So we got there. Um. So what do you think? So this time, so last time they brought a a, a big name like that. Let's say, uh, in comparison to to this time with Cody Rhodes. Last time was Jack Swagger, aka or Formerly known as Jack yeah. Swagger. Jack Swagger. Swagger. Or you could even compare it um, to like um, Broken Matt coming. Right. At, yeah. um, where was, that was not at Bourbon, though. No, that was, that was Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what, what I was going to is that with Jack Swagger, they had done that, paid those extra 20 bucks or 30 I don't know what how much it was, okay. that you get to go into the building early to get your right. you know, photo ops and whatever. Right. This time they didn't do that. It was just like if you want a photo op or whatever, this is the price. But you get in line just like everybody else. You go in at the same no early time. entry. Yeah, no early entry. Okay. Um, and I think this would have been like I would have flipped it. You know, hindsight twenty twenty. Like for Cody Rhodes, you do the early entrance. For Jack Swagger, you go. You make everybody go in at the same time. Does that mean so? Okay, so just with, because the line was so big and it's such a small venue, right? So with the Swagger thing, it was you. If you were GA and you bought the Swagger package, you would have first choice GA seats because you got to go in early. I think so, but okay. I mean, to me that would have been. To would, me, would, to, would you had spent those extra twenty? Might as well just pay for a front row ticket if that's the case. I guess it just depends on how much you like Jack Swagger. 
Right. Um, no. Or how much you want to meet them. So what was the difference between the two packages is what I'm asking. Or um, like the well, the incentive yeah, I guess between... The additional 20 bucks for Jack Swagger will will we'll give you that um, early entrance to the to the venue. Okay. Early um, entrance then is yeah, kind so of the you differentiator. Could just, you know, so then you can start forming the line and whatever. Okay. Get your photo op signatures. Oh, okay. Just... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Before the general population came in. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have made sense. Just because this one, like, mm-hmm. Cody had, like, what was it? People were still online by the first match starting, right? Or I think so. Like, there were still a few people. I I, I, I remember the lights going down, and there was still... Because so, we were GAs. We were all the way in the back, pretty much. Yep. Um, and I remember still seeing people behind, but it could have been that people were just standing around. But I think the people were still in line for. Yes, for, the for line was up. definitely longer. I wasn't at the Jack Swagger mm-hmm. show, but I'm assuming like the yeah, line that, was a. That know, wasn't even a line. No, it wasn't. No, even it line. was just. It was just like if you had a regular merch table like okay. everybody else. Okay. Um, um, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of high demand for Cody though, taking pictures with the ROH belt. And yeah, he was really was nice. nice. He yeah. looked like he got everyone who wanted to have a picture or anything like that. So. Yeah. Um, Later on, at the end of the show, we can talk about how I helped them sell some merch. That's true. You did do that. I have footage of it. There's footage of it on our Twitter. Yeah. Uh, So, but yeah, let's get into the card. So while Cody was still wrapping up, Mm -hmm. uh, Paco Gonzalez, hashtag push Paco. It's a movement. Yes. Get on the push Paco hype train because he's going straight to the top. He defeated Connor Braxton in one minute and 57 seconds with a roll up. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And hashtag push Paco. He is your new heritage champion coming up. No, I'm just kidding. That's a bold prediction. But I would love to I would love to see more Paco Gonzalez. Yeah. Um unfortunately he gets beat up by uh what's his name? Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb Mr. Heel himself recently mm-hmm. beating the crap out of everybody. And and yeah, I really like that. I really like that he's just gonna go and destroy the whole roster. Yeah. This is what it feels like. Yeah, he doesn't have a vendetta against anyone specifically, right? He's just, just beating everyone. I'm making up. a point. Mm-hmm. I could beat anybody up. You know, he's just like lingering for his turn at the title. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll I'm sure we're we're gonna have a if we do a show like before we attend the JLM, which we probably will do mm-hmm. in October. But we both talked about how our early favorite to win the JLM is Jeff Cobb. It is Jeff Cobb, absolutely. Because of all this extracurricular activity, right? Mm-hmm. They'd have to be doing this for a reason. Right. right. You and, know? and it's He's super believable. It. Mm-hmm. Like the guy is super strong. Yes, it is believable. Like we know his history, the limping style wrestling. Mm-hmm. And um like he is to me, he's a fan favorite. Well yeah. to win the, the tournament, although he's clearly a heel. Right. Um, it could be just like his round run or rampage for the title. He has experience with his experience wrestling Ray Phoenix. Um, don't, doesn't he? Yeah. I haven't watched. Well, yeah, the, the match I remember was the Aztec warfare mm-hmm. where he eliminated Ray Phoenix yeah. from that. Um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Lucha season two, but <laughs> he had, they have that experience. So like, yeah, he could be on his monster heel run, wins the JLM, Ray Phoenix versus Jeff Cobb. That'd be a fantastic match athleticism and high flying well jeff cobb's athletic but versus the power keep, and strength so. keep in mind that uh sammy callahan has now taken ray phoenix's spot I in saw the tournament that. mm-hmm. so that'll be cool to see too yeah i think sammy mm-hmm. maybe like maybe gets into like another feud with someone because of like his activity in the tournament mm-hmm. or something like that That'd yeah be, like a good excuse for him um all right so hashtag push paco 
We got some reviews. People left us reviews. Thank you. Um, um, Alex, I believe. Ayala. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's his name. I don't have him in front of me. I'm just kind of basing this off of memory. Off of memory. And, um, and oh, man, someone else. His name is a little difficult to pronounce, so I'm not going to try to pronounce it. But he ended up getting our free ticket that we were giving away with a review. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so thank you to both of those two individuals. I apologize. Um, I'm just not fantastic with names. Oh, Cesar Gonzalez. He Cesar also Gonzalez, left, yeah. Chris's friend. He who, left a review. He left a review. Three <laughs> iTunes reviews right now. We're moving up in the world. <laughs> right. Mama, we made it. Um, um, thank you for those. Yeah, for sure. And, mm. uh, um, well, the, the cool thing, you know, talking to Caesar, he left a review and not because I told him, just because he listens to the pod. And I just, you know, he's one of the guys that, um, you know, just started tagging along, like trying to figure out what this wrestling thing that I was going to at, you know, at Bourbon Street or whatnot. Yeah. And he's now a fan. So I feel like that's pretty cool. Like he, he follows AEW. Um, he won't watch a lot of WWE, but he's definitely in tune to what's going on at AEW. And, okay. Um, like that's cool that that you know fr- you know friends that normally wouldn't go um, to you know Bourbon Street or the Bourbon Eagles Club are always asking like hey when's the next show or, or now they know because they actually yeah. listen so that's pretty cool. That's true. Everyone I'm kind of running into because I Snapchat a lot at these shows. Mm-hmm. Everyone is like so fascinated by this. I've had people come up to me like, "What is that underground wrestling you go to?" <laughs> I'm just like, "It's it's," and I I compare it to to the non wrestling fan who's like fascinated by these shows that we go to. I compare it to a farm system in baseball, like oh. single A, double A, triple A ball. Mm-hmm. Like these, and not everyone has the goal of getting to WWE. Like some people were there and came back, and some people are indies for life, and that's fine. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying like it's, and and you might and people might even like. So I don't think it's the fairest comparison because people might even like indie wrestling more than WWE. But every all these, mm-hmm. all these cat or casual or non wrestling fans who but who are interested know of the WWF WWE. So that's why I say I compare it to you rest, go wrestle in the indies. Usually you go wrestle in the indies, make a name for yourself, and then you potentially like get signed by the WWE. Moral of the story, follow Charlie on Snapchat. Sure. Uh, <laughs> C-C-V, as in Victor, A-I-L, on Snapchat. And you'll if you can't make it to the show, you can live it through my eyes if you want. Yep. And yeah. then uh, I post all those videos on Twitter, with oh, our, that's right. Yeah. With our geo filter, um, at two heels and face on Twitter after uh, the show. Like I usually like sit down for like two hours and post all of them yeah. at once, so they mm-hmm. come in they come in one big wave. But yeah, it's uh, and our seats aren't usually that great, but I I feel like I get some good snaps every now and then. Mm-hmm. I got a good one of Riddle and Strickland, and that match we'll get into yeah. a little bit. Okay. Right. Yes, uh, Cobb after he jumps Paco. Mm-hmm. He calls out a challenger. That challenger is Joey Janela. That's right. Yeah, Joey a lot of people like Joey Janela. I don't feel that. Maybe I just haven't seen enough of him. He's not. He's not doing it for me just yet. I'm not extremely excited when I see mm-hmm. Joey Janela. That's just me. And I think it's. Um, it could be just because you haven't seen it much is. of his work outside of AEW. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, um, like I haven't watched much, but I'll watch some highlights or, uh, Martin actually has shown me some, uh, wrestling with unicorns has some, showed me some videos of his. Okay. Um, 
So, like, I, I could see what, you know, why people are behind them. I'm still not completely sold on him either. Yeah. But, you know, I enjoy watching his stuff. We saw that crazy video. Apparently, he's got a broken thumb. A broken thumb. That crazy video of him oh. getting, like, yeah. Death Valley drivered off of a roof onto the bed of a truck. Yeah, that show's nuts. Don't do that. <laughs> if you're a wrestler, don't do that. <laughs> right. You don't need to win us over like that. Just, just have good regular <laughs> right. matches. Um, but I'm glad he's okay. And I thought he had a good match against Cobb. Cobb tossed him around, gave him the tour of the islands, which is a really good finisher. I love Cobb's finisher. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can kind of take a suplex and modify it, a suplexes are my favorite finishers. Okay. Because they have so much impact on the mat. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that submissions aren't cool and like and off the top ropes. It depends on the person. With Cobb, it, it makes sense for him to have a suplex finisher. I think he has a really unique one and it's different. Um, and different is... And Fantastic. you called it Tour of the Islands? Is Tour that what... of the Islands. Because mm-hmm. he's from he's from or around Hawaii, right? He's got that Hawaii yeah. shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, the mahalo that sure. he does. And yeah, uh, it was a, f- a fine opener. Great match. Jeff Cobb did his thing. You heard it first, winner of the JLM. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think uh, of the match? Um, I think it was good. Um, and, you know, again, we, we talked about Joey Janela and... Uh, like Cobb, he's he's so crisp at all times. Like, mm. um, yeah, that's good. So, so I I really enjoy his work. Um, and like you said, I, I think he has a great shot at the JLM. And was it after this match that? Because I remember very soon, like they announced. Uh, so the match was over. Cobb wins, and they announced that there's not going to be any intermission. I think Does this is after this. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Which I was a, I was a fan of. You you like that they didn't have intermission? I mean, I like talking to people in intermission mm-hmm. and like getting some food, but it, that allows me to like come down and kind of get tired, mm, you know? Interesting. Okay. So I like just like one full ride. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. Um. I you know I do look for that intermission sometimes, but I to, think this like to restock in a round of models. Right. Right. <laughs> um. But I think. In in this card, like it, they didn't let you come down from, like it was a build up. Yeah, it was like, a constant ride. Like and it wasn't a, a there roller was no, coaster. Like, lulls in the yeah. crowd because everyone was tired because there was no admission. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a good strategy going forward. If if the card's not too long, because if the card's not too long, there's sometimes where the card is long and you do need that intermission. Right, right, right. Um, after that, it was the besties in the world and ACH. I believe they did a promo. And yeah, they, they had did a their promo match. Prior. Um, and they're kind of going through the, they were going through a split up and like, there's a lot of, um, you know, headbutting and they're yelling mm-hmm. at each other a lot. That whole storyline, which I think is great too. um, give credit to AEW. I know we give credit to freelance a lot. Give credit to AEW for long-term storytelling in pieces in like parts. A year yeah. was built on Sammy and, 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 Phoenix. and Phoenix, Sammy and Ray Phoenix. And then also the bestie storyline is a very long-term storyline too. So I don't think we mm-hmm. give enough credit to AEW for that. It might it might come and go in some places. Like they might have some middle card matches that just you know don't have a storyline behind them, but they still make an yeah, effort. Yeah, even to do then, long-term. like they'll do a promo or something where they're butting heads and you know backstage or whatnot. Right. So, so it's it's been consistent and it's been it's been what like at least six months. The besties one. Yeah. Yes, at least. Um, so ACH is trying to get them to come back together, right? Mm-hmm. He's the he's the the mediator, the middleman, and they become the super besties. Yes, and they wrestled 
Cocabana and Team Tremendous, yeah. Carr and Barry, mm-hmm. Dan Barry. This match was a lot of humor. The crowd was really into it. Uh, it was hilarious. A bunch of F. Davey Vega chants, which team... <laughs> You'll get that all the time. Wrestling with Unicorns, Martin took, got a really good video of mm-hmm. an F. Davey Vega chant. It was hilarious. I watched it like 15 times in a <laughs> row. I am actually a huge fan of Davey Vega, though. Mm-hmm. But you're a huge fan, but you at least I like chanting, you know, F. U. Vega. I'm not going to say that I haven't chanted <laughs> that before, but... When he wins matches, I, I make it a point to stand up and clap, whereas everyone mm-hmm. like kind of sits down. Okay. Uh, Davey Vega, if you're listening, there's there's a chance you're not, but if you're listening, you're always welcome. Um, yeah. You always have a place here, too, heels <laughs> in the face, if you need some love. For Dudes sure. love to hate. <laughs> Dudes love to hate Davey Vega. That should be a shirt. Dudes love to hate. Dudes, Dudes love to hate Davey, Davey Vega. Vega. You can fit that on the front, right? I'm sure. Okay. Oh, super small font, but <laughs> yeah, feel free to take that idea. Anyone out there who makes these right. Um What do you think of this match? Uh, I think so. It's <clears throat> excuse me. It was really good. Uh, like you said, it brought the uh, humoristic feel to yeah. to to the show. Um, and and I think a, a key component here was ACH. Mm-hmm. Like he's a fan favorite. Yep. Um, he has played the the heel role before, and it works really well too. Mm-hmm. Like he does a really good job, but here coming in as the glue that's gonna, you know, bring together the besties. It's a good way um, to put it. And then uh, at the end, he does the shield. Yeah, fist. he brings the besties together. <laughs> yeah, in the form of the shield. Yeah, they didn't. They both didn't want to do it, and they did the. He was the. I don't know who 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 he would be in the shield. Maybe it's not a direct comparison, but yes, he was mm-hmm. he was like the chaperone of the two besties. Yeah, he's like, come on, bring it in, guys. Let's put the fist together. Yeah. And, so are the besties uh, back now? Are they back together? Like I, I think rock they're. And roll? They never really were together, but. Well, I don't think they haven't been apart either. They haven't been apart. They haven't been together. That's right. They're like right. a brother and sister. They keep fighting, or like two brothers that keep fighting all two the time. Two brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think it was really good, and uh, you know, having Cabana on, also a fan favorite on the yeah. on the babyface side of of, of things. Um, so it was all around. It was it was really well. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I and did too. I thought it was for me. It was a mm-hmm. contender for match of the night. I thought the choreography of the whole match was really great. They did some spots where like everyone was on the ground, and then Cole Cabana had nothing to do, so he just like kind of <laughs> fell to the ground. Yeah, like the choreography of the whole match was really good. Um, even when they're doing that F. Davy Vega chant, his partners were also chiming into it. Uh-huh. It was like everyone in the entire Berwyn Eagles club, except for like a couple people, were chanting that. Except for Charlie. Except for me. I wasn't <laughs> chanting that time. I have in the past. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it put a smile on my face. I yeah, can't, I that's can't for sure. ask for more. Right. Um, all right. Moving on. We were in a poll on Twitter. What was your match tonight? AEW is a funny moment. It's still up there. I I didn't post it to the top of a page. I should have. Mm, okay. So you might have to scroll a little bit. Maybe I'll do that after. But I got. I got what were the contenders? 112 like? votes. The contenders were the main event, mm-hmm. the six man tag that we just went over. Okay. And the and then Strickland versus. No 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 no. Uh, I should have put that on there. I'm realizing I should have put that on there. Bro versus Swerve, but. It was one more option and then other, right? Like, yeah, the fourth option was um, other, please reply. Yeah. So all the people who were choosing that were replying with Riddle versus Strickland, like hands down, 
I thought the match was really good. It didn't stick out to me as like the match of the night. I really enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Like like Riddle to me has been Let me pull up that poll now because it's continue oh. to talk though, but okay. it's bothering me. So yeah, for Riddle for me, like the past shows or the last place that I've seen him, he's really filling in that gap that I guess um Elgin has left behind as like, you know, consistent match of the night contender okay um i think that's fair and and i don't know if it's just like yeah it's his wrestling his performance mm. but the way like, this might sound a little weird but the way he sweats and the way his hair ends up being so wet at the end of the, the match it just gives me more of a it makes it feel like a like a shoot fight like it's, okay like it, he just he gave went, it his all yeah the other match was cody versus djz oh that's right okay and these are also these are all all those all these matches Oh my god! I just burped right into the microphone. Excuse me. <laughs> All these matches that are happening are surprises to us. So like mm-hmm. Strickland versus Real comes out. No one knew that was happening before. So everyone's like, "Oh shit! This is gonna be awesome!" Right? Like we all get excited. Like uh, uh, Riddle. Come, no, who came out first? Not Riddle. Um, Strickland, Strickland came out first, yeah. right? So everybody, you know, gets excited, and then Matt Riddle comes out, and we're super excited, and then it's just a heck of a match. Yeah, and then it's just a f- an effing barn burner. Oh, so as the poll stands right now, and you have twenty hours and fifty one minutes left to vote, um, probably less if you're listening to this right now. Sammy and Ray Phoenix have forty four percent of the vote. Other, please reply. So that's probably I put that in there because I want people to like reply and mm-hmm. and, and conversate with us. It probably should have been Strickland versus Riddle. That has 26%. Cody versus DJZ is 21%. And the ACH six-man tag has 9%. So although all the replies that are coming through are Strickland, Riddle, Sammy versus Ray Phoenix still has 44% of the vote as matches. Oh, okay. But these people were, or excuse me, Strickland and Riddle were, they were doing some uh, chaining. They were doing a bunch of stuff off the top rope. There was double stomps. Riddle is extremely flexible. I don't know how mm-hmm. that man like twists his leg like that sometimes, like hooked in the tree of woe on the rope. Um, it was, this was your your crazy wrestling match, just like the main event was, but like your indie, indie spots a, a and sick, things like um, that. Apron spot too. Did they? Yeah. What was it? Uh, it was like a fisherman suplex. Oh yes, fisherman buster on the hardest part of the ring. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it finished with jumping tombstone to submission finisher for Matt Riddle. For Matt Riddle, yeah. So Riddle gets the win. Strickland still as consistent as Michael Elgin, you think, and his in his AEW. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I think that's a that's a bold statement, but it could be true. Um, there are some that I that I haven't seen, mm-hmm. so I think you've seen more than him, or more matches of him over time. A triple threat was next, which was a surprise triple threat. AR oh, Fox versus surprised. Keith Lee versus Trevor Lee. Oh, that's right. The Lee brothers. <laughs> the Lee brothers. Uh-huh. Trevor Lee was trying to have Keith Lee team up with him to be yep. the Lee brothers. Um, I don't remember too much about this match, to, to be fairly honest. But I just, like, I love that random kind of compilation of these three guys. AR Fox mm-hmm. was wearing some, like, track pants that were bothering the hell out of me. Really? Yeah, some, like, swishy track pants. It mm. looks like he just like kind of pulled him out of the closet. Really? It feels like... I, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, uh, Keith Lee wins with a big-ass pop-up powerbomb. This... Mm. I wonder I wonder if anyone would have thought this was match of the night. I don't think it was. It was great. Like, they did their thing. 
uh, the the agility of Aero Fox, the power of Keith Lee, Trevor Lee's kind of right in the middle, um, doing his stuff. Um, after Cobb attacked Aero Fox, mm-hmm. so Cobb is beating the shit out of everyone. Um, you know, JLT 2017, Jeff Cobb. <laughs> you heard it here first again. Um, yeah, crazy triple threat. I don't think anything really stood out to me though, like as something that was yeah, nothing sticks out over really, the top. But, but um, yeah, the match uh, definitely did not you know, allow the crowd to lose any momentum. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was invested in it. Like we were all, uh, I, I popped with the, with the whole, um, Trevor Lee trying to get Keith Lee on board and, and trying to get the crowd to chant for the Lee brothers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, overall, like there's nothing that I can really remember about this match. That's uh, that stuck out, uh, yeah. a specific spot or anything, but I just know that it was an enjoyable match. Um, and you know, Keith Lee, uh, he's been consistent in AEW also. Yes. Um, consistent and constant. Like, I just wish he had a merch table. I, I've been trying to get a Keith Lee shirt for the longest. Was he not around the ring? Um, I merch? didn't see him. Okay. okay. Keith Lee is not in the JLT. He would have been a heavy favorite. And then Bola just happened. Actually, Keith Lee and Cobb were in the main event of Bola. Did oh. you see who won that no, ball yeah. 2017? Yeah, I saw who won. Okay. I haven't seen any matches though. They, I haven't seen any of that either. I, I want. Can you buy that DVD on or that? Uh, I think it's in Smart Marks. I, I think I've seen okay. seen them. I've know. never seen a ball, and I really want to see one. Um, so maybe I, I maybe I'll buy I, that. I think it was a bolo when when uh the with the uh, Gargano's wife. What's her name? She, I was just watching her match. Candice. Candice. When mm-hmm. Candice teamed with uh. Ryan against the Young Bucks. Did you see that match? No, where she was bleeding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that match. Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay, uh, but um, yeah, I, I'm I, I would assume they have a smart mar- smart marks video. Yeah, just PWGs. They're very unconventional, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't want. To, they could grow. They don't want to grow, and I respect them for it. Um, uh, but they don't like their Twitter. Their Twitter game is not great. Right. Um. So the fans do it for them, really, too. Right. It's it's their it's like their reputation mm-hmm. and their and they have that reputation because Rousey of, was out there. The four four horsewomen were out there. Was she? Yeah. Who were they? Mm-hmm. All four of them. I think so. The the MMA four horsemen. Four mm-hmm. horsewomen. Yeah. Yeah. Not Bailey yeah. or. <laughs> but like I said, uh, so Ricochet ended up winning that, but. Spoiler alert, Jesus. Warren I, I figured you'd probably I figured the people would probably know already. Um if you sorry if you haven't seen it. But Keith Lee and Jeff Cobb, it was a ma- it was a triple threat for the at the end elimination. Oh, was that the match? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. So Keith Lee and Jeff Cobb were in it. Back to my point about Keith Lee would be like a really good JLT mm-hmm. participant. He's not in it, that's fine. But Jeff Cobb again. Going back to the winner. Going back to the winner. Um Callahan cut a promo then in between. Mm-hmm. His promos are phenomenal. Um, Pentagon, excuse me, Penta, Penta. L0M. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I'm in trouble. He's going to show up outside <laughs> my window. And Brian Cage for the Heritage Championship. Yeah, it was it was a good match. Here's what I, here's my complaint. Okay. Penta needs a wrinkle. What do you mean? He needs a wrinkle in his game. I want to see something new. Okay. He threw the glove really early. The glove flip is great. It's right on point. He threw it very <laughs> early in this match. The glove was off already. Like, uh-huh. First couple minutes, glove was off. Mm-hmm. I think he needs a, a wrinkle in his game, something new. And I and I'm pretty mad that he hasn't like 
done the had done the breaker arm thing in a while at AW. Like, why are no arms getting broken? Because you're not gonna put Talon out for a month and then come back and they're fine. Man, have them come in. Have them come in at like your opener, and have them break Connor Braxton's arm. Uh, people won't miss Connor Braxton <laughs> for a couple shows, and then he'll come back, and come people on, still bro. cheer for him. Connor needs to needs to get a payday. Bro, he's got it. There's other promotions. He's not relying <laughs> on only AEW. Right, right. Um, well, we'll see. So we're gonna have Penta versus Ray Phoenix in LaSalle. They're gonna fucking tear the house down every time they do. Every time they, I've seen him wrestle, I love it every single fucking yeah. time. And they don't, they don't I, have like one I bad match. I could be wrong, with each other. but this could be the first time that Penta El Cero M wrestles Ray Phoenix. Oh, with the new names. With the new names. Ooh. I don't know if that does anything to anything, but <laughs> I think it's a for the first time in history. <laughs> right in LaSalle, <laughs> AEW, uh, which I'll be there. You'll be there. I will not be. I'll be working. Um, so say hi to Chris if you see him. You already bought tickets, right? Yeah, I already bought tickets. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be like day. a group of six of us that are going. Who's going? Uh, Carla's going. Uh, Pedro's going. Okay. Um, I think Pedro's taking his dad. Um, Mr. Pedro? Mr. Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> um, his brother, Caesar. Like, so there's there's a few of us that are... That nice. Are the, the crew. Yeah. We're, we're probably, you know, figuring out who has the biggest car and... <laughs> all packing yeah. a pack one. All packing a one, yeah. Um, I think that... I, I, I like Penta... God damn it. I like Penta, excuse me, mm-hmm. the best when he is... He's like one second away from just like snapping in a psychopath mode. Yeah, and he like doesn't do that. He does not doing that recently. I, I could see. I could see what you, you know? say that. Mm-hmm. Like I really, like, I really like Penta. I really like Penta, but I want to see the stuff that I I fell in like, love with. Like turn it up with. a little bit. Like get get a little angrier. Yeah, break the ref's arm. Do mm-hmm. something. That ref. That ref who has that count that I really don't like. <laughs> break his arm. Uh huh. I want arm breaking. I want. I don't know. I th- I think he needs like a, a wrinkle in his game, like something that you don't expect. Uh, would you say I don't know, like uh, some sort of like like weapon in the match or something? Because if there was, a, I think Penta would do well with a distinct weapon for him. Maybe mm-hmm. he's got that kind of samurai like kendo stick. Maybe. Do, do you think that kendo work? stick with barbed wire has that been done before? Probably. I don't know. But there are certain mm-hmm. weapons that you distinguish with the like mm-hmm. sledgehammer, Triple H, shovel, Triple H. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> barbed wire, two by four, McFoley, right? Right. Um, and Penta has that. He has that samurai. Uh, I mean, I don't think he came out. With, he can come out with a sword. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he uh, comes out with a katana sword. Um, and doesn't use it. Oh, that would be really nope. good. I'm not saying like. I'm not saying I would want to take a nunchuck from mm-hmm. him. You could you could probably work you could probably work, work some nunchucks work some yeah. nunchucks, and because it doesn't he have that like on his well in, at Lucha I don't know he was wearing some really cool red getup but mm-hmm. in Lucha Underground he's got like the samurai markings on his clothes yeah. right mm-hmm. that's like part of his the background of mm-hmm. of the Penta character yeah that's a great idea but yeah I can see what you would say like because yeah you get your regular or your standard good you know. Um, yeah, it's technical not bad. match. The match wasn't bad, right? Um, and there's their highs and lows, yeah. but but yeah, like I would see what you would say. Like you would like to see, you know, a little something different. Yeah, just a little um, wrinkle. Like because I mean, I think this is the comment I had made a, a few months ago regarding Zack Saber Jr. We haven't seen him in a while now, but 
Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I love his work, but I just wish there was something different. You did him. make that comment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Good comparison. Um, Penta beat Cage to retain two package pile drivers in a row. Yeah, those look like they hurt, man. I don't know how people take pile drivers and like are okay, but uh, I'll never know. They're supposed to land on the back, like the back of your shoulders, right? Yeah, I don't know the technicalities behind it. I just know that. Like that, that can't be easy to take. And then he took no. them back to back, <laughs> back to back. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, Cage is a large man too, so it was like this ball of muscle being driven into the ground twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Penta retains. Good for him. Next match: Wentz and Xavier versus OI4K. Before we move on to from to to that match, okay, okay, okay. It's like with Penta, when he won the title, I've never, I had never, I've never seen him out at the merch table with this title. When he wins the Heritage, same thing. Like, I don't know what's the reasoning behind that. Like, mm. in this case, we saw Phoenix, and maybe because he just won and he didn't go do promos right away, he kept the title. But Sammy keeps the title out there whenever he's the champ. Mm-hmm. Um, and this applies, I guess, to all of the Heritage champions. Like, I can't remember anybody having the title out there while they're, they're selling really their merch or whatnot. Like, why don't they carry that? The tag champs don't do that either. Yeah. Um, so and and it came to mind because uh like I said Phoenix had his yeah. the, recently won title and you know they were taking Lucha brother pictures but he didn't have a title. Yeah. So. I don't know, maybe that's like a maybe that's an AEW preference thing or maybe that's a wrestler mm-hmm. preference thing. Yeah. If you have a title once you just want to put that away for safekeeping like at all times. Sure. I, I mean, the ROH title was being passed around for 2 yeah, hours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Someone could have ran off with that thing and probably got away with it. Uh but all right, know, let's great go question. Into the match. I like that question though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so this was uh, there wasn't a bad match really on this card. Um, I'm not going to go through and say like you know what matches could have been better. This is a good match as well. Um, there once in Xavier versus OI4K. Uh, there was a part where <laughs> there was a part where uh, God, what's his name? Dave Christ had mm-hmm. like the ring bell. He was using the ring bell a lot. Yeah, and he put it on like the chest of Xavier, maybe Desmond Xavier. I think so. Yeah, and he was every time he'd hit the bell, he'd start singing the national anthem. Yeah, you know when you sing the national anthem, some some versions there's like a symbol uh-huh. shot in the background. Mm-hmm. So like that's what he was doing, and, the, and we got the through like along. yeah, we got through like half of the national anthem. Um, but there was a lot of suicide dives, many like people sitting in chairs and like getting kicked in the chest a lot, kind of like those Daniel Bryan yes kicks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, once and Xavier retained, they I believe it was a, it was a roll up. Uh, how they retained, I don't remember the finish of this match, but this is another and they're and then they're doing TLC too in LaSalle. Oh really? Yeah. yeah so this is some long term storytelling as well. Cool. But uh, yeah, it was a great match. I'm glad to see once and Xavier retain because um, you know the Ohio boys are doing their stuff on Impact. Right. Uh, they're um, OVE. Yes. Ohio versus everybody or everyone. Everyone, yeah. Yes. Um Yeah, I know. Do you have any thoughts on this match? Comments, questions, concerns? No, no 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 concerns really like I mean aside of their safety, but Yeah. There I mean there were there were some matches that we don't have a ton of say about them. It's not that they weren't good. There's just like some that really stick out to you is like you remember a lot of things about these matches. So mm-hmm. um if you were to put four, I think, into that upper echelon, it'd probably be the main event, Riddle and Strickland, the six-man tag, and then maybe, in my opinion, Cody versus DJZ. 
I don't know why I didn't reply. Man of the for the match of the night could have been Paco versus Braxton. It, it's it, that, that's why I put that out there too, because you know someone wants to hashtag yeah. push Paco. <laughs> right, reply to that tweet. Cody versus DJZ, DJZ. I think we were all shocked that DJZ was wrestling Cody. Not in a. It was just. It was not your. Well, not that DJZ doesn't deserve it, but like we we're trying to guess, and he wouldn't be your top of mind guess. Right. Right. But uh, like definitely when he came out, like the crowd embraced him, and then he came out with a kick-ass suit, like lit up suit. Yeah. Um, it's like he like took Daft Punk's look to like a whole new level. Yeah, I mean he's done the the headgear, but this was a full on. What was it? A jacket or I, I didn't see. It was when he like took a, it, off, but. it was almost like shoulder pads with kind of a chest plate, all light, all lighting up. LED and a helmet. Yeah, yeah. it was um, really kick ass. I loved it. It's awesome. His 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 look and his style and like everything about him being a D, actual DJ, I think, mm-hmm. just really works for him. Cody Cody was doing some in in mic work before the match. Yeah. Do you remember Cody was being a straight heel? Yeah. Straight yeah. heel. He's, he definitely positioned himself as a heel for during you know before the match. Yeah. Said he so, hates Chicago. He hated uh, mustard on his hot dog. No ketchup. He, ketchup, he, bro. He loved ketchup. That's what he was saying before the match. Real do, real do, Chicago dogs don't have ketchup on them, and that's what he said. Like he like right. we were putting right. That's why I said. Or like, am I confused? That he hated mustard, and yeah, you're right. Okay, maybe yeah. Or no, I thought he hated ketchup. Well, why would you hate ketchup if it's not like, a Chicago? If dog? you really hate ketchup, like you know. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing. Some, it was I'm some confused. Maybe hot dog reference <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in which we all did not agree with him. Um, maybe he did love ketchup, and because there's no sh- ketchup on a Chicago dog, yeah, that might have been that makes That's, more sense. Mm-hmm. I think I because at that the up. end, mm-hmm. once he like thank you and he thanked everybody for allowing him to come to AEW, he's like, I got a secret. I really hate ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but the guy, remember the guy? We went to that after party, right at that place, cigars uh-huh. and stripes. Yeah, remember the guy was talking about like he he there was an old older he looked like he owned the place an older gentleman. Yeah, he looked like the manager or owned yeah. The place. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how no one does any like like all a lot of indie characters are shades of gray. There's no like strict heel. Mm-hmm. There's no strict baby face and. Because he probably watched a lot of older stuff where those roles were so defined, baby face. You were I mean, baby face at the bar we were watching like 1995 ACW or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and young young Jer- Jericho was on the screen. Young Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he he watched these stuff even. I'm talking way back. Yeah, yeah. Before that, mm-hmm. he would. He was complaining that there was no like defined. Like he said that Cody Rhodes is the only person who really positioned himself only as a heel. Throughout that whole show, like yep. in his eyes. Mm-hmm. So in an older gentleman's perspective, he's, he's like, there's no, he was complaining about how there's no, no one's doing heel work anymore. Like everyone's just kind of floating in the middle. Yeah. Which I thought was like a pretty good point. Yeah, it makes sense. Like yeah. there's not that, you know, that heel that comes into town and, and leaves town with the heat, you know, that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Like everybody's like, okay, I'm, you know, like Cody, he kind of did that, right? He positioned himself as a heel. But then it's not like he walked away with the heat. Like at the end of his match, he's still like, correct. All right, you know, thank you for allowing me to come. I love you guys. Yeah, you know. But it's almost like the crowd. It's like the crowd's responsibility too, because Callahan has always been a heel, but people just love him. Like yeah. they love they. Lo- it's like 
There's no one who the only person who probably would do it would be Abyss. I hate to say uh-huh. it, but like when when people start being a heel, then it's almost like our generation starts to really like them. Yeah. And like and now we really like the heel instead of actually like cringeworthy like hating that person. Whereas mm-hmm. like probably back in the day when he was watching maybe like territory stuff, I'm assuming this man's old enough to watch it. Like real people really really hated that heel and not you didn't like a heel because they were good at their job. So are you, now are you, you too much do. of a like like are you being a smart if you're like like so for example, right? Like okay. like you said Callahan. I I fucking I'm I'm a huge fan of Callahan. Yes. Um, but I'm not going to cheer him. Like, I know my role to the point that I know I need to, you know, boo him and, you know, stick the middle finger whenever he comes by me and, you know, in the middle of a match yeah. or whatever. Like, like that's where I stand. Okay. Because I, he's so good at being a heel. Like, that's my way of acknowledging, like, yeah, I fucking hate you. Okay, that's a good point. Um, but, do you, like, is that also what's expected? Uh, I don't know. Like, that's so that's just with Callahan. Like, with yeah. other talents, I could... You know, being different, and I love what they're doing in the ring. I love their character, but I'm not gonna stand my ground. Like it all depends on the match that they're having. Yeah, I think to me it depends on how well I like the babyface. Mm-hmm. I'm usually I'm usually a person who, well, I don't know. It I'm usually a person. I'd say I cheer for more babyfaces than not, mm-hmm. in like a general sense. But if I if there's a babyface that I feel like is really bland and they're going against a heel, that's just really interesting. Like I cheer Owens, Kevin Owens, almost over any person. Uh-huh. Because I feel I feel like he's just so up there as like an upper echelon heel. So I guess it depends on like the strength of the baby face. Like I was cheering for Phoenix because I, I like mm-hmm. Phoenix, right? Phoenix, and I think he's a really good baby face because of his like animo, like comeback, mm-hmm. never say die kind of attitude. I think if you like Sammy Callan was like facing a pretty bland or just okay baby in my eyes, mm-hmm. then I'd probably cheer for the heel. I guess it's I don't know. I guess I flip flip flop back and forth, but and I don't know if there's really any set like what you're supposed to do, right? To answer your so, question, like, you know, go, going back to like we're at the Chad Didi play, like you know your role as an audience, like yeah, you know, like as an audience, what's your role when you're watching a match? Like, do you, you know, because you like the heel so much, you're gonna cheer for the heel, or do you? you know, give that heel what he wants, which is the booze. I, I don't think there, is, I don't think there's a right answer. I don't think there is a, like a right answer. Yeah. I think, I think it just changed to the point where I think traditionally that's how it was. Mm-hmm. I think it's changed to the point where maybe, and maybe it was the millennials that started doing this, but like we, we usually like to ride our own path mm-hmm. us. And we usually say F tradition. And I think we just, I think we kind of broke that mold. Of we're just gonna cheer for whoever we want, and if you don't like it, we don't care. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a right answer to that. It's a great yeah. question because mm-hmm. you can't like, you can't. I don't know. There's no as long as you're reacting and you're having a good time and you're giving the wrestlers their due and like the time of day. I think like the worst thing you can do is sit there in silence. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. That's a great question. That'd be a great question for the fans if they want to answer that. Tweet us at Two Heels and a Face on Twitter and tell us. What you maybe what you do or what you think like the crowd should do or mm-hmm. your opinion on it or or do you just do whatever comes whatever you feel whatever comes naturally I just kind of cheer for like who I like more in the match yeah mm-hmm. yeah there there's some matches definitely that that allowed you to do that um, but maybe I allow sometimes myself the storyline to dictate which way I'm going 
Yeah. As well. Maybe that means it's a good storyline because then you're mm-hmm. like entranced in it. Yep. Um, All right. So what's next? Great question. Cody beats DJZ. The ref was the ref was knocked out when DJZ went for the three count. Mm-hmm. So DJZ didn't get the win. Um, the ref stopped the shattered dreams that DJZ was going to do on Cody. Then Cody got his second crossroads in. One, two, three. Props to DJZ for handling the biggest name on the card and putting on a great show. Great match. Absolutely. Probably top four matches of the night, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, next was a story that's been building for a year. Sammy versus Ray Phoenix. Mask versus title. This ended... I thought this ended in a really creative way. We don't have to get into that right now. Mm-hmm. But they have been building this for a year. And Sammy has taken Ray Phoenix's mask a ton of times. He always, he always have his people come in and support, give him a new mask. And right. Ray Phoenix is put in a lot of work for AEW. And he ended up coming out on top. Um, so the way that this ended... And I think Ray Phoenix completely deserves this. Sam Sammy took Ray Phoenix's mask again, but the Iron Manager, JT Davidson, JT Davidson is that his name? Mm-hmm. I'm bad with names. Yep. He came out with like another Ray Phoenix mask in his hand as a prop, and he was kind of dangling in front of Ray when he was on the ground after his mat his fur his mask that he wore throughout the mask had been taken. Mm-hmm. Ray took the one out of JT Davidson's hands, put that on. And then started like his big baby face comeback. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what. Oh, he reversed the stretch, the stretch muffler into. Uh, he did a, uh, I think a destroyer on Sammy, mm-hmm. the Mexican destroyer. Yeah. Is a Mexican destroyer, Canadian destroyer? Whoever does it. Yeah. At this point, whoever does it, it becomes their nationality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does one on Sammy. He does one on JT Davidson. JT yes, Davidson take a, a takes a bump. A bump. Um, and then I think he reversed J- Phoenix reverses the stretch muscle. Oh, he reversed the stretch muffler into his own submission for the tap out win. Oh, that's right. It was a tap out. Yeah. And I don't know like what submission it was because I was I was too far away to see. We were a bit far away. Mm-hmm. Um at this point I was trying to probably trying to stand on a chair or something to 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 see when when, when the tap out happened and everybody just went crazy after that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what like what submission he likes he he tends to use either. Do you? Um, no, from, from, I, I, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It was, some, uh, it was some version of a cross face. I want to think mm, like it's like leg over the face and he's pulling the arm or something. I, 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 don't, I don't know. know. I'd have to rewatch it back. Yeah. But there was handshakes. Even Sammy had a clean handshake after. Yeah. And I, I didn't know where that was going. Right. Yeah. Like it was, it was a, a I wouldn't a trust handshake. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, even uh, JT Davison, I think, also got in a handshake. Uh, Chris was out there, Dave. Yeah. Um, congrats. And they're and they're they've become pretty close. I feel like Sammy and Ray Phoenix. Uh, did you get a chance to see? I think it was uh, Sammy's Instagram where he posted a picture of Penta, Phoenix, and Sammy in the middle. Yes. Like they were at the airport. Yes, I saw that. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's like you know been through so many battles or whatnot, but. You know, hashtag L family. L <laughs> <laughs> family. That's so, funny. Yeah, they've been they've been they've been pretty close. Yeah. I feel like those three um over this past what year? Year or two? Yeah. Probably a year that like, at least Ray strong, Phoenix and, and Penta have been coming to AEW. So it was cool to see that. It's cool to see that sign of respect. Ray Phoenix oh. deserved this. And then Penta came out after, right? Yeah. 
And, and and he came out with this title. Yes. Right? Stare down. He mm-hmm. tried on both titles. See, that's what I like mm-hmm. about Penta. Okay. He's like he it's like he's a real he's like a, your friend, but at any moment he can just like turn on you. Yeah. That's what makes him really cool. And really dangerous. Um Penta comes out, tries on both bouts, and then congratulates Ray Phoenix. So they're gonna tear the house down in LaSalle. You got a picture with him afterwards. It's a really cool looking yeah. picture. Yeah, and I was just trying to get a picture with him mm-hmm. and uh you know, because I was like, Phoenix has a title. Like I've never taken a picture with with uh, with an AEW title um, winner. Because uh, I know I tried doing that with Penta when he first won it, and and he didn't come back. When he came back out, he didn't come with a title. Yeah. Um. So you know, I I we were talking, and I asked him for a picture, and then he just threw the title on my shoulder, and we took a picture. That's a great photo. Is that gonna be your new profile photo on Facebook? It sure is. Hashtag new profile pic. <laughs> It's already up there, bro. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Um, worth w- worthy. Yeah. Did you replace Yitzel with Penta <laughs> and Ray Phoenix? Uh, you know, she had to take a break. The daughter <laughs> got the boot out of the profile picture. Uh, but yeah, I mean, these guys have uh, definitely had. You know, they they've paid their way through. You know, a whole year of strong matches in AEW. Yes, very strong. Um, they both, you know, at this point now have held the title. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be one heck of a match and, and we'll see where this goes after LaSalle. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not title versus title though. No, it's just a heavyweight title. It's just the line. AW heavyweight mm-hmm. championship. And yeah, f- really great show. Fantastic show that never gave you that moment where you were tired or wanted to leave without the intermission. And like every match was really good. The only disappointment was that I did not win the raffle like every month. You did not win the 50, 50, <laughs> but at the end of the show, I won because I got um, a free T-shirt from Cody Rhodes. Free T-shirt from Cody Rhodes. It's a really and, cool T-shirt. Yeah, and I was like, so I, so I was with yeah, Phoenix and happen. Penna, mm-hmm. and you know, I took the picture, and I didn't even know Cody Rhodes was right behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I turn around, he's there. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, he had a box, and he was trying to finagle, sell, you know, take out a T-shirt or whatever. He was selling T-shirts, uh, was selling but also t-shirts. like kind of sorting them too. And he was also pretty much he was on his way out. Yeah, people stopped him, and he was like, "Okay, well, I'll sell a few more T-shirts." Yeah, class act, um, Cody Rhodes. He made sure everyone was like yeah, satisfied sure. and got a picture and everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, I saw him struggling a little bit, and so I, I was trying to get in line, but I guess the line was in the other side, and I ended up being on the opposite side of the line, which made me kind of like, "Oh, well, I'm like, you need some help," and I ended up, you know, sorting. Did you out. ask Cody if he needed help? Yeah, yeah. How did you get all his T-shirts in your hands? Is what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> because he was uh, a fan was looking for I don't know what size. I can't remember at this point. Okay. But he was digging through, and all his shirts were getting messed up. So I'm like, here, let me help you. And he's like, oh, please, thank you. And uh, you know, he we were looking, we were sorting, and when I came across an XL, I put that shit to the side. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's the one I'm buying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I helped him out. We, you know, it was a short line, three or. Four people, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you know, can I buy this one? Uh, he's like, oh, no, please, you know, keep it. You help with inventory. Yes. And and I'm like, no, no. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, all right, well, you know, give me an arm. I mean, what is it? He gave me a hand and I took a leg because then I was like, can I get a picture too? Yeah. <laughs> and, you uh, took a mile after his inch. Yeah. Which is fine. And uh, yeah, so I got Yeah, I took a picture with him and he gave me a t shirt. Yeah. You did the so. supersonic hearing. Mm hmm. I, I was. So, uh, he said and he that was, was actually all about suggested that. by you, though. So. Yes, 
Yes, I told you guys. <laughs> I was taking the picture. I took the picture. Of, I took the picture with the Lucha Brothers, and I was just your picture guy <laughs> that night. Yeah, but happy to be. But happy to be. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, um, you took one with the supersonic hearing. That's his new superpower mm-hmm. and being the elite. Yeah. Um, so that was great. It was a great. I'm glad you. Like, I was about to leave, but you're like, let's go back in after your cigarette, and then like all that stuff kind of happened. Nobody smokes here. Oh, sorry. Who's, who's smoking? We can edit that out. So, <laughs> sorry, Carla. <laughs> all right so yeah it was it was a fun show um like you said afterwards we went to the bar mm-hmm. um had a drink. uh-huh and uh what's his name was there um keith lee not keith lee no trevor uh, lee, was, trevor there. lee was, there, right? uh, was there right uh djz was there djz we didn't get we didn't get we didn't really talk to him because we were out in the yeah. beer garden watching some ecw um I have a problem. I had a problem with the banners that were the cigars and stripes banners were giving me a freaking headache. Oh yeah, too much on their banners. But. They did. A, they did a cool like advertisement video mm-hmm. in the. Um, they did a cool like ad video a promo on the screen. Yeah, that's probably like that's probably what got a lot of people to go there. That's what got me to go there. Mm. But like they had these two banners up on the side, and when they said they were they were they were uh, marketing come while well, going to watch Raw there. Yeah, at the bar, and mm-hmm. when Raw showed up on the screen, everyone just booed the fuck out yeah. of it. <laughs> it was fantastic. But their banners were so busy. The busiest banners. There was so there was way too much on them. I couldn't mm-hmm. even. I didn't even know what the name of the place was because there was so uh-huh. much stuff on these banners. I, I gotta give them credit for marketing. It got me to go there. Yeah, the video got me to go there. But like, less is more in terms of those banners. Yeah, if you need giving some, me a headache, you know, design. Help, let me know. Yes, Chris Chris can Chris can do better. No offense. Try. No offense to Garrison <laughs> Stripes. Um the place the place I, the place was great. Like the owner was nice. It was a little tight in some areas, but I pre I like that they had like ECW on the screen. The mm-hmm. beer garden was fine. You had wings, right? How are those wings? They were decent. I mean at decent. that hour without food, like they were great. Yeah, they were fine. <laughs> I would go there for an after party too. But probably it's a small like, place. Too. Yeah, it's a small place. Probably hang out in the beer garden. There's a little yeah. bit more room there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was AW defining moment. I enjoyed myself. Like I said, do you want to move on yeah. to May Young? Yeah. Let's briefly talk about May Young. Um, I we mean, don't the have finals to do briefly. Are... I don't give a shit. There's a lot. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, but well, go ahead. Let's, let's go for it. <laughs> um, well, like you know, you mentioned earlier in the pod, like when you walked in, I was finishing watching the uh, the semifinals. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, one of the big names uh, that caught my attention is, um, was it Ray Riley? No, Ray Ripley. Ripley, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she caught my eye. Um, We're both and, pretty bad with names. Yeah, Did you like, notice that? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> And again, like a lot of these women are are new to me, at least. Yes, they are new to me as well. Um, although most of the clips that they show to show some Berwin background and Logan. is Berwin and Logan. Yes, and I that made that. me feel like shit because I was like, "Damn!" Like all these women have been there, and I've yet had, I haven't been to a Shimmer show. Yeah, uh, we've really neglected Shimmer, you and I, mm-hmm. unintentionally. And, and it, yeah, it's unintentional because mm-hmm. it, it gets to the point where it is too much wrestling, and I just can't, you know be out of the house for, yeah. for that long and, right and they're know, like during like, the day too right 
Yeah, some of them are during the day. Usually, at least the bare one ones that I know of are on Saturdays, like three o'clock or something. Yeah, like that's that. when like we're running errands, and you have a daughter. Yeah, like, you know. So, but you know, I definitely want to carve some time. Um, like I know we, you know, I was rooting for Mercedes, for Mercedes for a long time, because mm-hmm. um, I I got to see her, you know, and um, what was it, an AEW show? She she had a match. Um, oh yes, I didn't see that one. I don't. That think. was in Logan. Um, There's gonna be probably spoilers too for this for yeah. the may young so but continue so, just so yeah up. like i had i had favorites you know uh mercedes she was and, definitely your favorite yep mm-hmm. uh, there was candace too mm-hmm. i didn't know how far they were gonna take her okay um and uh abby leith right that's camber no name yeah camber mm-hmm. uh like i thought it was cool that jr mentioned the shikara uh title okay uh i picked that up um yeah they made mentions so, of of um Shimmer too. JR made mentions of Shimmer, mm-hmm. and uh, the pirate chick. What's her name? Kyrie. Kyrie Sane. Sane. The like her elbow drop is great. And I actually saw um, a guy this weekend wearing um, a shirt of her doing the elbow drop. I thought I love that T-shirt. Dude, I am in love <laughs> with her. Like yeah. not even from not even from I'm not even in love with her from like a a she looks attractive sense i'm just in love with like i'm in i'm in love with like her character and her and her charisma and her enthusiasm she is a star she's an absolute star everything about her from like she can go from really happy uh like japanese pirate to all of a sudden she like is going to destroy you with her elbow Mm-hmm. Like she became a star, I think, in this tournament, and I, I am absolutely surprised. And just like she is so everything about her, like I can't get enough of her. I want to watch like more matches of her. Mm-hmm. Um, Th- that last match for the for the final, like that was great. Like yeah, like, put wrestling aside, just facial expressions alone. Yeah, like, and what she could convey with with just her looking into the camera yeah, or to her point. opponent, mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. Yes, uh, Tony Storm. She wrestled Tony Storm. In the semi, so Tony Storm grew on me throughout the tournament. She did too. Tony Storm's really good. I think Tony Storm is very unique. I think Piper Niven, dude, Nevin, she's so good too. She's really unique. She's really good. They brought a lot of like Kyrie and Piper brought a lot of different un- unique moves, like the way that uh, Kyrie uses her elbow and the way that Piper mm-hmm. like uses splashes in different ways. Yeah, I thought that was really great stuff. Uh, one of the things that I couldn't help to to notice, and, and again, this is also goes to my lack of WWE watching main roster stuff. Um, like watching these matches, and from what I see when I watch main main roster stuff, like it just does not compute in my mind. I'm like, how can I see a great match in the tournament on these upcomers who are trying to make their way? Mm-hmm. And when I watch, uh, you know a main roster women's match like yeah it's good but it's not you know five stars like what i'm watching right now yeah i think it has to do with a lot of the i think it has to do with the lack of time i think it has to do with a lot of writing like it's almost like you when you watch like but time wise like i think there were some matches that weren't that long there were some matches that were short um i don't know like it's something to do with that main roster like you get up there and it's almost like here's the template go have a match is it because when you're in the main roster, it's storyline driven, and now you have to follow that. And where in this tournament, there's no storylines, but just you just know their background, and you all know that they're trying to make. But a there way. is time. They made time for storytelling. Like it was short That's term, true. yeah. But they made time for storytelling in those May Young Classic matches. Like with Shayna Shayna Baszler, they, she's mm-hmm. green, and they protected her. 
but they told great stories with her MMA background and like her matches. Did you notice how how quick her matches were? Mm-hmm. It's because she's choking people out at any given moment, which is so smart because that's what yeah. can happen in an MMA match. And then like the four horsewomen thing, and she's like kicking Candice LeRae after she beats her, and mm-hmm. like there's story. I don't know. There's storytelling there. I don't know what it is about the main roster, but it's almost like this genuine, this genuine feel that the May Young Classic brings you. Like all that just gets destroyed and like and like packaged into like this is what you have to do robotic fucking main roster women's matches like i don't get right. it it the, goes away the the first like i wasn't trying to compare them to but i i ended up comparing it at least my mind started just automatically comparing it when uh when i watched um piper matches like i started comparing her with nia Jax. okay right that makes i mean it makes yeah. sense right and it's they're not like, like most girls <laughs> <laughs> right like so, you know, I saw Piper and I saw a completely different athlete. Like, like she's really good. Like, I really like her matches. Yeah. And when I look at Naya, like, even when she was doing squash, squash matches, like, there was nothing different, really. Like, when you look at both, like, I know some people enjoyed the, the squash matches when she was having those. But now that she's in these, like, complex, somewhat storylines, mm-hmm. like, it just doesn't, I don't know. I just don't get the same enjoyment. And I don't know if that's just me that... You know, I'm just facing WWE out, and I'll just watch their their pay per views or whatnot. No, I think there's something different with the main, like, like the CWC and the May Young Classic and NXT all have that same feel, whereas like Raw and SmackDown have their own feel. And there's something about the yeah. match structure. I don't know if it's like directions that they're giving, mm-hmm. but like the matches that happen on like those Raw and SmackDowns, I'm never completely ingrained or focused on them. Like I'm not swept away. And what they're trying mm-hmm. to do, just like I am with the May Young Classic. Like, I was completely enthralled by all these matches. Yeah. And it's different. I don't know why it's different, but it's completely different. It's crazy. I, I enjoyed the May Young Classic a lot more than the CWC. Maybe because less is more. That I don't know. Well, were, there, are, were there less competitors? Yeah, there's only 32. There's a lot. There's less episodes. Like Yeah, that's true. CWC, there's a ton more less, episodes. I think yeah. there's like 64, maybe. Maybe it's double the field. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you notice too that uh, some favorites got eliminated early, just like in the CWC? They're kind of like making new. They're using this to like kind of make new stars as well. Because here's an example: favorites going into CWC. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I think feel I feel like Saber Junior made it pretty far in the CWC, but like favorites were ZSJ, Abushi, Alexander, Gargano, Champa. Mm-hmm. But then, like the way the bracket laid out, those people like met early and kind of eliminated each other mm-hmm. until you get to like the final four, and it was like Metalik, TJP, like people you just don't know as well. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of use those to elevate those people. Whereas Damn like it, favorites, just maybe remember that TJP won that tournament. TJP won it. You don't even remember that. Like no. that. Yeah, I had to think about that too. Like I forgot he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but they so maybe that's like maybe he wasn't ready to to win it. But they tried to like put him over in that sense. I think they try to do the same thing with Mae Young too. Big name, like big names off the start, right? Tessa Blanchard, her yeah. dad was a fucking horseman. Rachel or Rachel Evers, they call her this <laughs> in know. here. Ellering. I don't, uh, that's another thing with name changes too. Like some people kept their name and some people didn't keep change, their name. Yeah. They say she's the daughter of Paul Ellering. Why would her last name be Evers? Just give her Ellering. Ellering. I don't know. I don't okay. know how that works. That's a whole another rabbit hole, but. Um, Rachel Ellering, I think, was eliminated second round. Mm-hmm. Tessa Blanchard got knocked out by Kyrie, I think, first round. Yeah. Um, and then they've 
all these people that you just don't know of as well or don't have the the big staple names like mm-hmm. like uh, even Candice LeRae um uh, Candice LeRae made it I think to like the final 8 yeah. or maybe final 4 um so she did really she advanced through but you think she would be a favorite to win it all but they're like no like we're making these new kind of faces that's right. it's kind of the same thing as CW do you, do you know if uh the the final 4 at least do they all have contracts Oh, I don't know. I don't. I feel like they would announce contracts. I don't think any. Well, well, Kimber, Kimber is Kimber's been in the performance center and she's been on NXT, right? But yeah, she hasn't been announced as a contract. I don't think so. Um, but that's another thing with name changes too. Like, I understand Kimberly's not the most like, but Abby Lath. Abby Lath is a shit name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Abby Lath sounds like Abby Lath sounds like a girl you once dated for like three weeks in sophomore year high school and then just like transferred. I don't know what kind of girls you dated, bro, but doesn't yeah. that, Abby, Abby Lake just sounds like a girl you went to high school with. That doesn't just sound like, like a wrestler. Forgettable. No. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, Kimberly sounds, I was used to Kimberly. Like she's been Kimberly for so long. Yeah. Like, I don't know how the, how well, that works. Like Candace kept her name. Candace already kept her name. Like why didn't Kimberly? Right. So if she signs, know. does that mean she has to change her name? Cause Kimberly also wrestled as Kimberly. At some point. In NXT, she did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know so. if it was taped, but like house shows, I think mm-hmm. she did. Um, so I don't know how, how that, that works and who gets to keep their name, who doesn't. But yeah, like the Ellering portion was like, why isn't she Ellering? You're right. Like they're, they're in the promo, they showed her dad. They showed her dad. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ellering. Uh-huh. Um, I, I have loved it though. And the woman referee. We got a woman ref. We got a woman ref. So, does that mean that, like, is is that gonna be it and done? Like, once the May Young Classic ends? No, they'll probably work her in slowly, in and NXT gonna, if she's ready. So I feel like if they have that one woman ref, like you don't feel like they should just have more now, and it should be a mix. Yeah, of, I think eventually it's gonna be a slow progression. Like, the, but why the slow progression? Like you already have. This a is woman how this is how it works with 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 barrier breaking you know this right uh, well i mean it's never all at once it's like the we have our first person who could be a president she's a woman and then it's like we had our first black president i guess that's pretty quick but it's it's slow like like breaking down those barriers race race um uh gender and then you know if you're gay or straight like that takes time uh, they're not gonna flood you with a bunch of female refs it's gonna be like one i think this would have been the perfect time to do so yeah i mean it, i would i wouldn't have minded that i wouldn't have minded that but it's not like she's not gonna be on the main roster soon right you know it take the, those things i am i'm all for all of that like mm-hmm. i'm all for female refs good like women's wrestling but it's just like it's slow you know the women's revolution took a while right right yeah they it'll can. get there i think it'll get there we'll see yeah um but yeah may young has been fantastic mercedes Sorry, she got eliminated. She's got some swagger on her. Yeah, she's dude. got she, she's got some great facial expressions. I like that, her music uh, too. Yeah, the mu- they kept it somewhat similar to what she Did comes they? out to. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and that's that dragon modified sleeper that she did in the first round. Yeah, I thought that was pretty badass. Yeah, that was. And she's like a, she's like thirty eight. She's like a sixteen year vet. Yeah, yeah. I told you she was up in age, and I yeah. wanted her to get a good run in NXT. Oh, bro, I must have not day. been listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so what happened? So talking about the May Young, like the questions up in the air, like what happens with the winner? Like now that Asuka relinquished the title, do you think 
they're going to do another tournament to see who goes for the title maybe nxt yeah i could see them doing that and then the winner just gets a spot in that tournament probably with the trophy Mm -hmm. um yeah asuka's asuka is going to move up they said they announced Oh, it's announced. She's negotiating she's with up. Raw. She like said goodbye to NXT. Negotiating with Raw. Or right, I saw the headline. Yeah. Like she says goodbye to NXT, but I don't know what that meant. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's moving up, which would be cool. She hasn't lost yet. Right. Yeah. I I, I mean in the roster in the main roster, I hope they kind of keep that going. Yeah, we'll At see. At least for a while, they'll make things a bit more interesting mm-hmm. than this whole passing the title back and forth. Yes. Because the title has been switching hands a lot. Uh, in the well, I mean both brands right yeah i think so Mm -hmm. so wherever she goes if she gets a hold of that title don't let it go right and uh and then create secondary storylines too yeah like i mean they have enough talent at this point like they need to start going that way yeah i would agree with that Mm -hmm. um but yeah that may so may young classic may young classic and AEW defining moment completely worth your time absolutely please go watch them i think we haven't did you oh did you want to talk about uh sexy stars punk ass <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah man like it's 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 such a controversial thing like yeah like because right off the back it's easy to be like, like she fucked up and uh you, you know fucked so up. And, and and i've heard everybody and like you know even cody rhodes was like i, I don't want to share a locker room with her like, i saw that like several she did more than fucked up um she she ruined her rep she did and, and mm-hmm. it's like so then you ask your question you ask the question why like what what was she gaining out of that like she was getting a huge push mm-hmm. uh you know she's the one that created that well not she's the one responsible for it, but she was involved in that whole uh stripping the the rey de reina's title uh in triple a from from taya like they stripped taya from the title right. and then the next winner was her um off of a triple threat or something yeah. too so she had the title. She was going to retain the title. What would be the purpose behind, you know, injuring, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, her name just escaped my mind. Uh, <laughs> fuck, talking about names. But Rosemary. Rosemary, yeah. yeah. Like, what's the point of that, right? Like, I, I don't understand the meaning behind that. Because, like, it's not like, uh, like, because at first it's like, well, you know, she fucked up. It's bad. But AAA is going to have her back. No, they they left no. her out in the street too. Like, <laughs> Did um, she is she released from there yet? Um, I know she I, relinquished. Yeah, she relinquished the title. I think she's pretty much done there. Okay, um, but because it's it was her decision of like you 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 didn't get my back. Like there was nothing according to her her release. Mm. She sent a press release saying he's like you know this is how we structured the match. This was was supposed to go down, and the after stuff. And yeah, she's like, if you see any of my other matches that I end, that I finish the match with that move, like, I don't let go right away. Okay. Like, it's part of the gimmick. It's part of the sexy star character. Okay. Um, She's like, I never saw her, you know, getting treated by, um, you know, the the ambulance that's in there, like, the whoever's the EMTs, where like, nobody was helping her. She didn't request anything when okay. I went there. She was standing on her own. Yeah, she was grabbing her arm, but yeah. it's not like she's getting treated for an injury. She's so sexy like, star is saying that it was. So that sexy stars. It was a work. Uh, well, not saying that she that it was a work, but she's like, I don't understand why everybody just decided to hold on to this thing and make it a thing. Well, I think because Rosemary really got uh, hurt. I think she, right. Yeah. Like, and he's like, if if she did get, because he's like, oh, you know, the 
how you would hurt somebody like that is if if you would see my hips go up to add pressure onto the elbow or something you never see that mm. um so there's a lot of things like you know part of me is like well that was really fucked up and you know like there's no room for that shit you know right but at the same time it's like who's really listening to her right because at least from from my perspective my my twitter stream right like is the the American crowd like nobody's hearing what she's saying in Spanish or releases that she's putting out in Spanish? Okay. Um. So you know that's why I'm like, do I give her the benefit of the doubt? Like you know, like just kind of getting more information and. and I know what you mean. Know. Like so, because and it also is part because we I was you know such a big fan too, right? Like we enjoyed her work. We talked about her lucha underground matches, mm-hmm. um, and she went did boxing. And came back to AAA. It was it was weird and shitty how she ended up with a title again. Yeah. Um. And now in her first title defense, she's gonna go and do this and screw herself over. Like, um. I guess if I had to give a reason, it would be like something about the match or something before, like kind of ticked her Mm -hmm. off and she lost her cool and it was like a heat in the moment thing and she maybe like locked it in too hard at the end. Like, I think it was, like, a bad decision-making time. Uh, yeah. Just, like, a split second that that happened. But, and this is under the assumption that, like, you know, we're taking, I'm taking Rosemary's side in the sense. This is under mm-hmm. the assumption of that. Um, I know what you mean. Like, it's easy to get on that bandwagon and just start, like, because all the, all the wrestlers are tweeting about, like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's easy to kind of get on that without hearing both which, sides of yeah, the story. Which, if she did it on purpose, right. it's shitty, and that's yes. the end of that. yes um triple h does not seem like a fantastic place to work at all like not in the slightest yeah, no, so too many like too many. i hate it too because it's like yeah. mexico is such a great country for wrestling mm-hmm. um and their top promotion is just like constantly being being tarnished um i watched one triple a match and i very Confused. much disliked it <laughs> yeah i very much disliked the production value and so it had the uh, off of off offhand there's three belts suspended in the air. It doesn't sound like like fun to you. Three belts suspended in the air. Johnny Mundo, uh, Cuerno. I'm just going to call him Cuerno because it's easier to say. Mm-hmm. Tejano Jr. Mm-hmm. Three guys, ladders, tables, three belts in the air. I'm like, okay, this, if this is being the one AAA match I'm going to watch, it's going to be this or like the main event. Right. So I watched this AAA match. I, <laughs> The production value was not great. Mundo, I think Mundo... I like Johnny Mundo. I think that, and some some of the things he was doing in this match, like purposely getting out of the way of some stuff, like kind of took me out of it. Mm-hmm. So like maybe the details of that match. And then also like, why does, I feel like no other promotion besides WWE has like figured out how to like produce and break a table in the correct way. Every okay. other place that I watch, like I think WWE's tables break great uh-huh. and they oh, and they usually hold up until they usually hold up until they're supposed to break mm-hmm. and like they're just believable their tables like you go to new japan and their tables are like a wooden plank and they look rough they look hard and then this triple a match it's just the, wonky <laughs> the and- tables <laughs> the tables aren't like breaking to the point where they crack they're just like bending, bending in yeah and then one breaks early and it's just like i was trying to get into this match like if, i think if 
Lucha Underground did a match like this, they would oh yeah knock sure. it out of the park. Triple mm-hmm. A tried to do this match and after it, and then like people <laughs> people are like bleeding from. <laughs> there were spots where it didn't even look like they get in the, in the face, mm-hmm. and then Tejano and Cuerno are just like bleeding mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh-huh. I'm just like I I could not get into it at all. And then after it was over, I was like, thank God, mm-hmm. thank God that match was over. That was the only Triple A or Triple Mania match that I watched, and I was just like, I don't even want to watch the rest of it. Yeah, no, for that uh, <laughs> for that Triple Mania, uh, I just watched the main event. How was that? Um, it was good. It was good, but um, I did not, I did not expect Wagner to to lose the the mask. Yeah, um, he's a good looking just, dude. Yeah, apparently, yeah. he's been taking over the internet with his good looks. He looks like he'd be like in some movies, like some uh, B movies or something. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the mask has so much history and so much like yeah. legacy in Mexico. Um, his dad lost his mask too Ooh. at some point. Okay. Um, and yep. I guess he's passing on to to his son, who's okay. now I don't know what name he's gonna carry. Like, I should know this, but I don't because I thought it was he, his son was gonna go by Ray Wagner, but uh, Wagner Junior. without the mask now is going by Ray Wagner. Ray Wagner um, Junior. <laughs> Ray Ray Wagner Junior. Um, <laughs> what is the third? What is the third? The third Wagner, the Doctor Wagner, the third. That sounds too long, and and, and and I don't know in Spanish, Dr. Wagner and Tercero. That doesn't sound. Are are luchadors usually are you are luchadors usually really hesitant about mask, um, mask off storylines? Are they are they usually not a because the, the the mask means so much in lucha tradition, and that's a mm-hmm. shoot, right? Yeah, the mask like if you get someone's if Dr. Wagner gave his mask to his son, that's like a big fucking deal, correct? Mm-hmm. So does how, does it take a lot of convincing for like a luchador to be like okay I'm going to take my mask off forever or does he usually come to terms with it like I feel like mm-hmm. if it means so much then why are there it, so many mask storylines and people being okay with it I, I think uh, old school thinking like you have the mask yeah at some point like you you might want you know a character change or whatever and you, okay. you put the mask up for grabs or whatnot but like there are certain masks that. Um, they kind of become part of the like the the, the the culture, the Mexican culture. Like you could see at El Santo mask or Blue Demon mask in in random places and you just identify that as part of your culture now. Oh yes. Um right. So and Wagner's mask was the same way. Like okay. if you look up Luchador's mask, his style of mask is what comes up. Okay. Because it's so well known okay. you know, worldwide. Um but I think to him, or, or after listening to some of his interviews, it's just you know a rite of passage. It's like, I this was my character, and you know I had to lose it before. Okay. But you know you see you know El Santo and Blue Demon, they've never lost their mask. Right, they never did on right, and is so, that because they just don't want to? Yeah, it's I like it's such a yeah you know such a thing that they just can't. Would you know. blue would blue would Blue Demon look look down then upon? Dr. Wagner for well, doing I, a storyline where he loses his mask? Or do um, so is there Santo, any animosity think, in there? Or, or no? Uh there's some wrestlers, some luchadors okay. that, that do have their opinion about like Yes. Like, dude, why the fuck would you do that? Okay. Like, okay. Um, and and they they've been voicing it. I think El Santo did a like an open letter to to Wagner. And uh, but oh, respect but respecting his decision. Okay. But you know, also saying like, dude, like like there was no need for that, but you know, okay. I respect your decision type okay. of thing. Okay. Um, like uh, La Parca, La Parca has never, you know, like that's also another, He's another mask that's too, that's, right? that's a legend, and, mm-hmm. and you see it and you identify it and you know it's a luchador's mask. 
Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it holds its value, but okay. Um, at first, I was shocked, and I was like, "Damn, like that really sucks." Just because I don't, I, I don't see Psycho Clown, the other guy, uh, like his mask being worth much at this point. You know, it's just such a, uh, it's it's a new wave of of masks that have different designs, and they're not a mask mask. It feels like a Halloween mask. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, it, you know, I mean, I mean, the new generation sees that mask, and I guess they see a luchador mask. I don't. It's an investment for the future, um, right? But yeah, mm-hmm. like they're they're also building his name. Like he's hot, apparently, and, okay. and putting that mask on his shelf uh, will will get him to the next level. Okay. Was, who was the who was the heel on that psycho? Uh, apparently not. Like okay, th- it, it was. I guess the younger generation is behind behind cycle. So. Okay. So Wagner could have been, but you know the the older people like us and people that have been watching Lucha for a long time, we just didn't want Wagner to lose the mask. Right. So that's interesting. You know he did get a lot of backlash. You know people okay. calling him a sellout. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's people mm-hmm. who are pissed about it. That's what yeah. I was trying to like yeah. figure out. Um, or is it just like everyone eventually loses their mask, but it looks like no. you can have an opinion on it either way. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah. that's that's Triple Mania. Do you do 25th, you do you 25th. do you request uh, do you recommend the the main event of Triple Mania? Uh, it's worth a watch. Okay, I'm not gonna say it was a five star match, but okay, because also when you're watching Triple A or CML, like you have to watch it differently. Like the psychology is completely different. Sometimes things don't make sense. <laughs> okay, so you have to kind of watch it with an open mind and yeah. just allow yourself to be. Taken. I think even with an open mind, that lantern match though was just like <laughs> was just like yeah. sloppy. Well, that's, yeah, then, but, then there's sloppy matches and yeah. you know matches like the one with sexy stars with where you know shitty things happen too. So right, that's not cool. Okay, well, how long have we been talking? Uh, Pretty, for a we long time, are um, almost about. An hour and 30 minutes. Oh, great. Well, I so. hope you like longer podcasts and listeners. <laughs> um, but yes, we've talked about AEW's defining moment, the man classic, sexy star being uh, a bad word. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, is it punta is the right word? <sighs> Whatever you want to call it. If you, if you believe her or either way, depending on yeah. your opinion. Um, and then AAA as well. So you got a lot of stuff, a lot of jam-packed content in this episode. Thank you for coming along on this ride for us. Go see AEW. Go to LaSalle if you have the chance. I guarantee Penta and Ray tear down the house every time they wrestle, whether it's Lucha Underground or Indies. Probably, I don't even know if they wrestle in AAA, maybe. like probably. They have awesome matches. Yeah. The chemistry, the brother chemistry is like another level. I'm jealous you're going because they're going to tear it up. Yep. I'll and be there. Yeah, go support um, LaSalle. Go support AEW and LaSalle. And if you want to... Join the hashtag PushPaco movement. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review with hashtag PushPaco in it. You can vote on the poll about what was your best AEW defining moment match on our Twitter at Two Heels on a Face. Um, Two Heels on a Face dot com. I almost got. I almost got around. Soon. I almost got around to putting content on that on that website. It's coming okay. soon. Oh, I did. I adjusted the tabs a little bit. Okay. The the tabs are different. So we're slowly making progress. Slowly but surely making progress on that website. But uh, thank you for all your support and like people who've been running into us and saying that we're doing a great job. And um, yeah, you'll see us. I'm sure at 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 more places coming up and more unique stuff coming your way. Um. So thank you for. Right. Join listening. the conversation, guys. Two heels and a face on Twitter. Yep. Please That's... join the conversation. All right. Thanks. Bye.